Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of the Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go. America's small business conversation is on the air. It's the Pat Miller Show. One hour exclusively for entrepreneurs to work on your business, not in it. It's time to solve problems, capture opportunities, and celebrate your wins. Powered by the Idea Collective small business community. This is the Pat Miller Show. Now your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. The Pat Miller Show is on the air. Happy weekend. I'm Pat Miller, founder of the Idea Collective Small Business Community. It's great to be back with you again. And we've got an hour of content specifically for people that are building their own small business dream. And on this weekend, we're going to talk about some small business burnout issues. If you're feeling a little bit run down and you're really not recharged, Megan Kuyper is going to come on the show and give us some ways to beat burnout and an uplifting small business celebration will wrap up the show. Plus, we're going to talk about how to find a full-time employee for less than the going market rate. And we're going to start with a concept that I'm playing around with. Now, if we've just met, hi, how are you? You look fabulous today. I'm Pat Miller, and I said I'm the founder of the Idea Collective Small Business Community. What the heck is that? And what are you talking about community for? I've already got a network I go out networking and I know a bunch of people and my LinkedIn is all buffed up. I know who I need to know. Isn't that enough? Well, you know, no, I don't think it is. And let me make my case because I think community is one level above network. In fact, I know it. Community is a level above the traditional network that we all have. And it is a symptom of what we're living as Americans right now. Tell me if this sounds familiar. Do you know your neighbors? I don't. I mean, I know them. I wave at them when I get the mail or, you know, drive by. I want to make them friendly. But I don't really know my neighbors. It's not a sitcom. They're not coming over to have a beer on the back porch and we're not going to the game together and... I don't have that kind of relationship. And you know what? I don't think a lot of us have that kind of relationship. We really don't have the relationship with the people around us that we used to. Coworkers, when we were back at corporate, they were merely coworkers. They were people that we knew. And now that we're out on our own and we're building our own small business, the people around you, do they really know you? Or do you have these arm's length relationships that are focused on profit? I would wager it's probably the latter. You're getting to know people so you can sell them stuff. On top of really not knowing a lot of people, how connected are you to the meaning and purpose of what you're doing every single day? Now, part of this is me just venting out loud because sometimes my connection to purpose drifts a little bit. 
but having a community around me pulls me back to my purpose. So are you stocking the shelves or selling things online or sending out your proposals just to make a buck? Or do you know why you're doing what you're doing? If you're struggling with that purpose, you might be in a situation where you're just left with a network and not a community that has your back. And in addition to not knowing your neighbors and not being connected with your why on a daily basis, our main connection point, if you don't have a community, is the algorithm. Whichever your social platform is, the algorithm is the one letting you know what reality is. And it's not reality, friends. It's not reality. The algorithm is designed exclusively to get a reaction out of you and keep you on the platform. It is not designed to inform you. It is not designed to show you what it thinks you want to see. It's only designed to keep you on the platform. So when you see the world through a weaponized algorithm, and you know human beings by a wave and a drive-by, and the folks that you spend time with are through the lens of how can I sell you something, it's pretty easy for us to wake up and feel pretty darn isolated, to feel disconnected to our mission, to feel like we're doing all of this for just the money. And you've heard me say this before, and I'm going to say it again. If you're building a small business just for the money, stop. Just stop. Because there are so many things that we could be doing with our life. And if it was just for the money, let's go work for someone else and let them take the risk. Because our day in, day out to-do list takes so much of us to get done. It has to pay off with a meaning that's more than the money. Because imposter syndrome is going to jump up and get us. And it's going to stop us from getting all of the money that we deserve. And the day-to-day worries are going to creep in and make this whole thing feel so heavy and so overwhelming. And you're going to crash. It won't start right away with a crash. What it will start with is a little bit of underperformance. The task list getting just a little bit too long. The credit card racking up a little bit. And then that feeling in your chest is going to start. That doubt, that what am I doing here? And it's going to erupt into burnout or frustration or both. And you're going to realize, what have I gotten myself into? And how can I get out? That feeling, if this feels familiar to you, you probably have a network and not a community around you. Now, why am I talking about this? I'm talking about this because of the Idea Collective Small Business Community. And what we're innovating inside this group is the difference for so many small business owners just like you. You were told you got to get out and network. You were told get your business cards. You were told have the one-on-ones. You were told to help each other. But are you really doing it? Are you just developing relationships where you can make some money? The difference between community and network. In a network, it's not what you know, it's who you know. You've heard that a thousand times. And you need to build no like, and trust so you can sell things to people. Got it. That's what happens in a network. 
but it also results in all of those feelings that we've been talking about, all the ways that you feel isolated and alone. A community, however, it's not what you know. It's who knows what you need. When you're in a community and you say, hey, friends, this person didn't pay me. What strategies have you used to collect without having to go to court? That's one of the conversations we're having inside the Idea Collective right now. Because one of our members got stiffed by a client. Does that sound familiar? Hey, friends, I need some lead generation ideas for 2024. Had that conversation yesterday. We built two or three different ideas for this small business coach to go fill his pipeline so he could have a ridiculous 2024. Now, just those two examples. Imagine you're standing at the local chamber of commerce. You're there with your lukewarm coffee. You walk up to someone who you barely know and you say, hey, uh, Fred, right? It's Fred. Yeah. Hey, Fred, what have you done to collect from deadbeat clients? Does that conversation ever happen in networking? No. Hey, Fred, I really need to do better next year. Can we, like, take a minute here and brainstorm ways that I could make more money? Does that happen in networking? No. Of course it doesn't. That's the difference between community and network. When you're in a community, everyone's on the same mission. And the mission is to win, to survive, to grow your small business. And if you're walking around right now with only a network, you are putting this whole thing on hard mode because we're not connected with people the way that we should be and we're only out there connecting for profit. Both of those things are dangerous when you're trying to build a small business dream. I'll give you a chance to get in the idea collective to see it's for you. All you got to do is go to ideacollectiveincubator.com. You can take the two-week free trial, and you can come in and look at the place and see if it's for you, if what I'm saying is real. And after the two weeks, if you don't want to join, cool. Thanks for listening to the show. But once you get in the community, I'm pretty sure you're going to hear all of these things that I've been saying. They're true. And community is greater than network. We're going to talk about hiring your next full-time employee for less than the going market rate. That's on the air next on this edition of The Pat Miller Show. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. You're an expert in your own field, so why not get paid for it? Hey there, it's Wendy Babcock. My VIP paid speaker program is just the ticket you need to convert your knowledge into real income. No matter what size group you're speaking to, or if you don't have any products, books, or programs to sell, even if you're not a celebrity or a household name, from crafting your talk to finding and booking paid speaking gigs, get it all with Wendy's VIP paid speaker program. Keynote speakers can make anywhere from $2,500 to $7,500 bucks a talk. Together, we'll not only amp up your speaking game, you'll discover the ins and outs of finding and booking those lucrative gigs and get paid every time you step on stage. Right now, get 90 days of full access to the Paid Speaker Vault and a direct line to Wendy, plus a bonus, an immersive three-hour VIP day with Wendy to create your online profiles that event hosts simply can't resist. Don't wait. Sign up now at VIPPaidSpeaker.com. VIPPaidSpeaker.com. Developing your business is a journey. 
So make sure and bring along a trusted Sidekick. As your business grows, Sidekick Accounting will be there. Sidekick Accounting's core services help take the confusion out of bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax planning. Who's going to keep track of all those pesky receipts and invoices? Well, Sidekick Accounting has things covered as you grow your version of business success. So whether your small business is a side hustle or a conduit to freedom and owning your own business in time, get in touch with a trusted Sidekick. Sidekick Accounting. There are expert advisors waiting to hear from you now. Feel free to call or send a text message to 414-310-7689. That's 414-310-7689. You can find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, or visit Sidekick-Accounting.com. Remember, developing your business is a journey, so bring along a trusted Sidekick. Now, America's small business conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. I'm your host, Pat Miller, founder of the Idea Collective Small Business Community. In a few moments, we're going to talk about burnout and how burnout can jump up and it can pretty much get us and hold us from moving forward. And if you're feeling that way, Megan Kuyper's standing by and she's going to help us beat burnout with two simple steps. But I want to talk about getting you some help. There's a market strategy to try and get some full-time equivalent help for less than the going market rate, but you're going to have to be a little more flexible than you are right now. If you're in the situation where you've built your business up to as far as it can go without getting some help, your first resource, of course, would be contractors or VAs, because contractors and VAs are the real cheat code when it comes to building your small business. But if you've been scaling, 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 and it's time to go past that and go to a real employee, first of all, congratulations, because that's a real step. Secondly, you're looking around saying, "Uh, excuse me, how much? How much do I have to pay? It can be a little startling because the talent that's available right now, they're in demand. It's kind of an employee's market at the moment. Unemployment is low. Everybody's trying to grow. That means the people that we need to hire are going to cost more, especially if you can find a good one. And that's a whole separate conversation. Where do you find good people? But if you're ready to go out and find that full-time equivalent, great. But there's a problem. If you're trying to find a full-time equivalent for less than the going rate and you want them to show up in the office, (laughs) LOL. Just LOL. Because getting up, putting on pants, going into the office, for some, that's a hardship now. And this is where the guy on the radio is supposed to say, American values, get up and work. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. It's a hardship now because working from home is way better. (laughs) It's just, let's, can we be real? It's way better (laughs) than getting up and going to wherever it is that you want me to go. So this work from home trend is really a reality. Now, 
it's really unpopular to get people to come in. And you might be fortunate to get someone to do it, so that's cool. But when you're working into how do I find a full-time equivalent, you got to be open to that. And here's the good news. This is the silver lining of what I'm going to share. While people don't want to come into the office, they would be willing to take less money in order to stay home. Ooh, wait, what? Say that again in my good ear? Yeah. People want to stay home so badly, they'll take less money to work full-time for you if they can do it from home. So if you're thinking about a full-time equivalent and you absolutely, positively don't need them in the office, good news for you. You can get someone for a little bit less. But there's one more curveball. You want to hire someone full-time. They're expensive, but they'll work for less if they work from home. Okay, this sounds great, but one problem. Being a boss is hard. Being a remote boss is even harder. Because being a remote boss, that means you have to communicate with them in ways other than face-to-face communication. And we're just going to have a for real talk about it because communication protocols right now are just woof. Communicating with your employee via email is so hilarious. It's almost a non-starter. Send them an email to do the thing. Oh, I forgot to send the attachment. Wait, which email did you send that in? Oh, it got caught in my spam. No, I can't print that out, and I don't have a scanner. Wait, I'm on Mac and you're on Windows. I don't have enough storage. You need to let me log into your Zoom. I don't know how to use the tool. Using email just is incredibly difficult. Not to mention, it's hard to search. It's hard to track. It's just a nightmare. Let's go further. Email's terrible. I know. We'll use Slack and we'll do real-time messaging. Oh, man. Now, there are people that love Slack. That's cool. And it is more convenient than email. So I will give you that. It's better than using email. However, to me, Slack feels like the school bus. If you've never used Slack, it's a messaging tool for teams. And you instant message each other back and forth. And it does a really good job of sorting all the conversations into different little channels. But those different little channels make me feel like I'm on the school bus. Now, which seat on the bus are we talking about now? And which person has access to which conversation? And the search tool is not very good. And it's connected to Google Drive. So every time someone messages anything on Google Drive, it shows up in Slack. And it's just a bunch of noise. Would you all just shut up? <laughs> That's, it's just like, oh my God, this is not working. Okay. How else are you going to communicate with this remote full-time equivalent? You're not going to do it via email, and you might have to tolerate Slack. I know. We'll do the next best thing. You're not going to come into the office. However, we'll do a daily stand-up meeting on Zoom. Oh, my God. Do we need another Zoom meeting in our life, especially a daily Zoom meeting? 
Hey, Sarah. Morning. How you doing? Oh, yeah. I'm dropping my kid off at school. Uh, okay. Um, are you ready to talk about the thing? Yeah, but I can't turn my camera on. Oh, my gosh. All right. My microphone's not working. Uh, we don't need another Zoom meeting in our life. We just don't. So if email's terrible, Slack is a nightmare, we don't need more Zoom, and you want a full-time equivalent, here's an idea. How about we just pony up the extra $5,000 and you show up in my office? <laughs> I know I'm not going to save money on hiring a full-time equivalent. You're going to come into the office because I'm going to pull out the little hair that I have left if I have to manage you remotely. And I'm not blaming remote workers I work out of my own house, too. Remote work is popular because it's better. Way better. Eat out of my own kitchen. No commute. We all work less from home, and you know it. PJ pants are better than real pants, I gotta tell you. Personal projects can get worked on. I can pick up the kids when I need to. The boss isn't looking over my shoulder. And, oh, one more thing, work from home, folks. Scheduled emails. We're wise to your scheduled emails. 8.05 in the morning, you send me a nine-paragraph email. I know that's scheduled. I, I see you. There are good people out there that want work, and we want good people on our team. And if you have to work from home, awesome. But if you're going to hire someone and you're going to try and save money by letting them work from home, just know you're in for it. Are you feeling burned out? How about we talk about small business burnout? It's a real conversation. Megan Kuyper is joining us with two strategies to beat it on the air next. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. Krista Morrissey for Choices Coaching and Consulting. Do you know where most small businesses go wrong? They invest in everything except their leaders. But through strong leaders comes strong business. Are you doing it wrong? Most small businesses focus on production and numbers. Production and numbers come through strong, resilient leaders and strong leaders strengthen culture. They strengthen your resiliency and they strengthen your bottom line. I develop strong, resilient leaders who will drive your business. It is time for you to refocus your investment. Go to choicescoachingconsulting.com and let's you and I start the conversation now before someone else invests in your leaders. When you invest in your leaders, you invest in the bottom line of your business. Connect with Krista at ChoicesCoachingConsulting.com. Act now. Krista at ChoicesCoachingConsulting.com. Now, America's small business conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show. This is America's small business conversation where we bring people around the radio to work on their business, not in it. This weekend, we're kind of talking a little bit about small business burnout because sometimes it feels like the weekend isn't long enough for you to get recharged to go back to business on Monday. So if you're joining the show today and you're feeling just overwhelmed, heavy, unmotivated, you may be a little bit burned out. And our next guest has walked through that, and she's got some strategies to help us turn it around. Let's welcome Megan Kuyper, a life and leadership coach and keynote speaker for MK Life on Purpose. Megan, tell us about the business real quick, and then let's talk about burnout. Tell us about you. Okay. Hello, I'm Megan Kuyper. I'm so excited to be here to instill some amazing tools to help you uh, rise above burnout because it's so common 
as a business owner and leader. And I feel like the good Lord put me on earth to help inspire leaders and business owners to make growth a way of life so that they can continue growing in their professional journey and their personal journey. And so this past couple of years, I really enjoyed getting to work with big and small companies to help inspire them, the leaders and their teams to feel alive and feel like they are not burned out. And that even if they love what they do so much and want to work forever and never have an end button to their day, that they're always having balance and routine to really help them feel alive and motivated to keep going for the long haul. We're talking with someone that has lived burnout because don't take advice from coaches that have never done it. So Megan, you've dealt with burnout personally. What does it feel like and what did it feel like for you when you were personally burned out and knew that you had to make a change? Sure. So I experienced it in my upper 30s when I was about 20 years into my corporate career. And it truly started with me loving my job so much that I was tying my work to my career. And it just unintentionally happened over time. And what that felt like was me being the first to get to work and the last to leave and feeling that's how I validated my worthiness. And what that landed in was me walking into the door to my three boys and husband, a ball of emotion, and basically giving me, well, giving them what was left of me versus the best of me. And unfortunately for me, it helped, or it helps me learn what anxiety felt like, which is not a good feeling. And then my leadership confidence was shaky and all those kinds of things. So that's how it felt. And I knew I'm someone that wants to serve and lead people, not need to be taken care of per se. And so that was my moment of burnout, but also my moment of transformation where I leaned into some tools I can't wait to share with you that really changed the game that I've been able to lead and live with now for the last three or four years and love to teach as well. Giving your family what's left of you, I feel that in my guts, and maybe that resonates with you. We're talking with Megan Kuyper, who is a life and leadership coach and keynote speaker, and she's going to give us the tools we need to turn around burnout. So you love to teach. Tell us about uh, the models that you're going to share with us today and help us get away from burnout so we can turn ourselves around. Okay, awesome. So I believe and have learned that we have to groom our mind and our hearts to keep growing. And we really need to make personal growth and just self-love a way of life to keep growing in our career aspirations. And so the first model I'm going to share is a growth model I learned from Brendan Burchard and his amazing team. But I saw him speak on a big stage and he introduced this growth model. And if you can envision a triangle and, um, and each side signifying a different thing, that's going to be how I walk through this. So to be in a growing state, personally, we have to feel alive first. And for me, that was really understanding I needed to take care of my health. I needed to plan time with my family and my husband on my calendar first before saying yes to all my career. And I also needed to make sure I'm scheduling fun in my days. I came out of the womb loving fun. And when we can sprinkle in fun, we feel alive. So I, I had started to lose that. But understanding that we need to feel alive to be in a growth state is step number one. Step number two is we need to have meaningful connection. And when I first learned this, I thought, oh, I love connecting with people. That's my strength. But then I realized that I was not connecting well with the people under my roof the way that I wanted to be. And those are the connections most times that we need to have uh, growth and flourishing um, engagements every day. So I learned simple things like my favorite thing to teach is two seconds longer. 
hug your kids two seconds longer, mooch on your partner two seconds longer. And that two seconds longer, the engagement and growth in that connection is extraordinary. So that is a simple thing I love to teach everyone that I lead because when we feel connected, we feel alive. And the last part, the base of the triangle is it's so important that we have meaningful pursuits happening in our lives. And as humans, we need to have ambitious gold all the time. And these can be goals like running a marathon. Or for me, it was starting a coaching business while I had a corporate career. But these additional meaningful pursuits give us life and we get to be servant leaders in that moment. So when we're feeling alive, connected and have ambitious goals and meaningful pursuits happening, we're instantly growing organically. If you're feeling burned out right now and you think about those three sides of the triangle, alive, connections, and meaningful pursuits, you probably pretty quickly can identify which side of the triangle might not be holding up its end of the bargain. Maybe that's leading to your burnout. We're talking with Megan Kuyper about burnout and how to turn it around. That's a great model that makes a lot of sense. And hopefully someone can point to the side that they need to improve on. But you also have a reversal process that you want to share today. So if the triangle didn't work, tell us about the reversal process because this might be another tool. Yes. Okay. So we tell ourselves stories all day long. We have thoughts going around in our brain all the time. And oftentimes there's no data or truth to them, but there's thoughts that hold us back. And I love to think of them as disempowering thoughts. And when we are having disempowering thoughts, we're Xing out space for the empowering thoughts that make us feel like a badass and make us feel like it's okay to have boundaries and it's okay to say no at times. And so I learned this four-step reversal through a Tony Robbins program I enrolled in. And it was a game changer to me because it actually, this four step, these four steps reverse anxiety in my life. And it's an amazing tool that helps me if I'm having worry about my kids, if I'm having fear of something going on in my business, and I think it will help you too. Okay, step number one is being aware of the thought. So when that thought comes in that's disempowering or a story that is pulling you back, you have to have a moment with yourself and be like, okay, I'm having this thought. Number two, you really have to start investigating it. Is it true? Do I have proof that it's true? Do I have evidence that this is true? Okay, number three is quickly rewriting the truth. So for me, you know, if I had a big speaking engagement and I was feeling like, oh gosh, I don't know if I can do this. And then I would quickly receive the truth. Oh, I have three amazing presentations I've already had that I rocked and I'm going to do it again. And then step number four is declaring the truth. And if you can, I mean, if I'm driving in the car, I say it out loud. Sometimes if I'm by myself, but my, or if I'm not by myself and my kids are around, I just am doing this in my mind. But this, these four steps and practicing this regularly can help those empowering thoughts come back quickly. And again, when you have those positive thoughts flowing, you are locked and loaded to feel less burnt out, more confident into the next step you're about to take. So become aware, then investigate, then rewrite, then declare. And I would imagine as someone walks through that four-step process, they get hung up on step two with the idea that this is the story I'm telling myself, but I'm not actually seeking out the truth. I'll just get stuck with this story that I'm telling myself. Is that where people get stuck? Yes. Yes. And also it's fun to coach yourself in that moment, like you would coach your child or coach someone that you're a client you're working with, because often we will help them walk through like, hold on, is that true? And then um, oftentimes you can together quickly come up with, oh no, that that's made up. It's just a story we're telling ourselves. But it is the stuff that gets hung up and needs the most time in that four step to really reframe your your mind to be able to say, in fact, it's not true. 
We've only got a minute left, but it seems like both of the models that you shared kind of turn the blame of burnout back onto ourselves, that we forget the purpose of being uh, a, a, a business owner and we're not alive, we're not connected, we don't have meaningful pursuits, or we're stuck with stories that we're telling ourselves. that both of these models kind of shine the light on the idea that we need to change the way that we think and act and then burnout will go away. It's not some external force that's holding us in burnout. Yes. Yeah, that's so true. I really think that we have the power to make really fast changes using these tools. And sometimes we overcomplicate what we need to get out of that burnout stage. But these are tools that you can jump in and out of within your day and feel that aliveness come back. And we need these tools to help us get unstuck. A great conversation. Megan Kuyper, MK Life on Purpose Coaching. Thank you for coming on the Pat Miller Show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Man, burnout will get you. Megan, thank you for coming on and sharing some strategies to help us beat it. Earlier in the show, we talked about the Idea Collective small business community. This is the innovative new place where we are building a new way to connect small business owners. You've got your traditional network, but that's no longer good enough. We got to go one step further and share the support and resources we all need to succeed. The mission of the group is don't grow it alone. So when you need to learn how to use AI, you can come in and take our AI challenge week. When you need some perspective and feedback on something new you want to launch, you can come to our bi-weekly idea slam meetings. When you have questions about money and what to do, come to our money slams and talk to financial professionals. It's hilariously inexpensive to join. In fact, there's a two-week free trial challenge going on right now. Learn more about it at ideacollectiveincubator.com. That's ideacollectiveincubator.com. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. You have a brand. Your business's brand is one of the most important things on your plate. As a business owner, you keep up with the trends. So what's hot these days? It's live events. Owning your small business combined with speaking at live events positions you as the expert in your field. That's where Bankable Events comes into play. Bankable Events is an event advisory and management firm with a primary focus on maximum conversion events. With more than 4,000 live events under their belt, they have the expertise to design face-to-face events that get your audience pumped up and generate profits. The minute you partner with Bankable Events, they'll start creating a customer customized strategy to take you from idea to income. Just think of the opportunities ahead for you. Call 303-550-1123 or head to bankableevents.com. Join over 1,000 other small business owners and CEOs who use Bankable Events to build community and drive revenue. That's bankableevents.com. Are you a woman who needs to protect and grow your business? Or do you have a secret dream to start one? I bet you do. If you don't have a lawyer on your side, you may be putting your family and personal assets at risk. I know, I know. You might be avoiding lawyers because they seem overwhelming or intimidating. That's why you have to meet the team at Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. This all-woman team of talented lawyers are the most approachable, knowledgeable, and friendly team you'll ever meet. They exist solely to support women business owners who often go without the legal support they truly 
we need. In 2023, they want to help 223 women create a solid legal foundation for their business. The first 100 women who mention this ad will receive over $100 off of their LLC starter package. Visit Athena Legal Solutions LLC.com. Now, America's small business conversation continues on the Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. And it's easily the most fun segment that we get to do because we love hearing other people win because we get to hear what's possible if we just stick with it and pursue our small business dreams as well. Today to celebrate, Sarah Deacon, the adulting coach. Sarah, welcome to the Pat Miller Show. How are you today? I'm great today, Pat. Thanks for having me back. Glad you're here and you've got a celebration, which is so much fun. So what are we celebrating? We are celebrating uh, the fact that I stepped on stage as an MC for the first time ever a few weeks back at Warrior Unchained, which was a fantastic women's business and empowerment conference put on by the fabulous Wendy Babcock. Um, and I got to MC it, which was just it blew my mind. It was so cool. Let's break it down in case someone doesn't know what you do. Before we get into the MC part, tell us about the adulting coach so people know what the primary business is. Yeah. So my my business is that I get to help teens and young adults, especially those who are a little bit confused about what's coming next after graduating high school. I get to help them figure out who they want to be when they grow up. I get to help them have the courage to suck at something new, to decide for themselves what they want to do and go on and adult successfully with passion, purpose, focus, and all the those delicious good things. And you're also modeling that by following one of your passions, which is, hey, I'm pretty good at this public speaking thing. Maybe I should go be an MC in a keynote. So was this the first time or one of the first times that you had stepped out and become an MC in an event? This is the first time that I've actually emceed a whole event. And I had done some speaking and gotten some great feedback. I partnered with Wendy and uh, was able to really help her deliver on the promise of her event, which I just thought was such a beautiful way to collaborate with people. Um, and And it went really, really well. And I was, when I first approached Wendy about it, I was really, really nervous. because I wasn't sure how it would go. Now, someone that can stand up in front of others and speak uh, is one thing. Someone that puts them out there and asks for business to do it is another thing. How did you go from, I think I can do it, to I did it? What was that process like to go out and become the person that you think you should be? Yeah, the, the process was really interesting because it happened kind of almost a year ago. I had gone to the 2022 Warrior Unchained event. And I loved what Wendy was trying to put together. I really wanted to be a part of it. And the speaker application window came and went without me applying to be a speaker. Uh. (laughs) So I was like, how else can I be involved? How can I give support to this amazing experience? And when I thought about it, I noticed how much Wendy was doing for her own event herself and how she could use some support. So I said, you know, I think your event would really benefit from having an MC. And then I asked her, I said, what would it take for that to be me? Ah, nice. And that felt really, really scary. So having the courage is an important piece 
of the story because I didn't I didn't know Wendy that well at the time and I wasn't sure how she would respond. And yourself might be thinking, oh, I don't know if I'm going to go out and ask for the opportunity and what might she say? And oh, she mm-hmm. might reject me or make fun of me. Mm-hmm. Well, what did she say? Um, it was really funny because I postponed sending the the little inquiry email. I, I wrote it out and then I like scheduled it to sc- send later just in case I chickened out. Um, <laughs> so that's that's where I was at. And when she she's told me uh, when we met, she told me that it was a weight lifted off of her shoulders when she got that suggestion. And not just the suggestion itself, but the suggestion from me. Because she knew I had been to the event. She knew that I was someone who could bring a a different feel than she could create on her own. So she said the weight lifted off her shoulders and she felt in her body the yes, which when I had the idea, I kind of had a similar energy like, ooh, the MC, like I get to stand up and help other people shine and do their thing and be brilliant and their genius. Like that is what I love to do for my clients. It's what I love to do for other people. And I get to do that in an environment where people are stretching themselves and growing themselves. And we're all kind of on the same stage, same wavelength. And I got really, really excited. So the fact that it resonated with her in a similar way was just so exciting. We're doing a small business celebration with Sarah Deacon, the adulting coach, who stepped up on stage at a conference as an MC for the first time. Now let's put on your coaching hat because everyone listening right now has that thing that they just want to get the courage to go do. It could be write a book. It could be start a podcast. It could be be a keynote speaker. How would you talk them through the process of going from, boy, I wish that was the thing, to taking the action so it becomes true? Just start with asking the question, like, what would it take for me to be or do that thing? And there's usually an answer when you ask that question. What would it take for that to happen? The brain starts working on that problem, solving that problem for you. Even if it doesn't come to you right away, it's... A lot of times the the how is easy to find, like you can find the steps to take. It's finding one that seems reasonable and seems doable. Like I could send an email because anything else was scary to me at the time. <laughs> and now, now that I've done it, I I have learned that there there is something there and it built my confidence i was i've been talking to people ever since the event going you know what i am a fabulous mc and i'm a phenomenal public speaker and before that event i was like well i'm doing this thing where i'm going to be an mc and it was it was a whole different energy so if you can try and picture what's on the other side of taking that step or taking that risk or taking that small, simple action, you don't have to know what the end of the story is, but you can imagine the next chapter. And that is just really a beautiful thing. That's an incredible small business celebration. Congratulations to Sarah Deacon, the adulting coach, for getting up on the stage, gosh darn it, and becoming a great MC. Sarah, thanks for calling into the Pat Miller Show. And again, congratulations. Thanks so much for having me, Pat. Another week of the Pat Miller Show in the books. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, and I'm on the planet to help you and other small business owners like you win. And I want to know you. Let's connect on LinkedIn. Is that weird? 
Can I even do that? Can I ask everyone that listens? On yes, I'm getting a thumbs up. I can okay. If you're on LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn. Go to the LinkedIn, search Pat Miller. You'll know it's me because you'll see a little lightning bolt in my name. Let's connect. I would love to talk with you. I want to hear about your small business and see if there's anything that you want to hear on the show that I'm not talking about. You've got the LinkedIn. I've got the LinkedIn. Let's connect on the LinkedIn. And then we can connect inside the Idea Collective small business community. We are back again. Same channel, same time next week. I'm Pat Miller, founder of the Idea Collective small business community. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening to The Pat Miller Show. See patmillershow.com for more information on today's guests, events, and the Idea Collective small business community. A worldwide group working together to fight fear, inexperience, and isolation for small business owners everywhere. Join us next week for The Pat Miller Show. And remember, get clear, work hard, and never quit. Guests on The Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of the show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.